the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's I on Real Estate on AM 970. The answer. This is I on Real Estate, your premier source for real estate information. From the heart of New York City and the tri-state area to the most active real estate hotspots across America. Keeping you plugged in to the latest real estate market trends. From mortgage news and legal developments to everything you need to know about buying or selling a property. Benefited by the advice of the experts. Now, here's the host of I on Real Estate, the vice chair of Douglas Elliman, Dottie Herman. I'm happy to be back. Welcome to the second half of Iron Real Estate. And boy, do we have a great second half for you. I have two of the biggest pros in real estate, and I don't say that loosely. I have Alfred Branagh, who has been doing it since he's a child, uh, in Manhattan, and Paul Brennan, who was actually one of the few people that I could say was born in the Hamptons, and spent his whole life here and knows, I mean, there is nothing about the Hamptons when I need to know something that I don't go to Paul. And is a legend here, as Alfred is in the city. And I have them both on, and they're both great friends of mine, too. So let's talk, guys. Let's talk about what's going on. Let's talk about some of the things we're reading in the papers that might be true or that are rumored. Uh so, Paul, just to fill you in, Alfred was talking about the city, and Alfred, you wanted to just give him a summary of what you talked about um, as far as prices and people coming to the city because people want to be in the city. Yeah, we, we have an inf- First of all, we have no rental properties left, um, basically all taken. So there's no inventory on rentals. People are moving into the city, not so much because they have to be going to their office and everyone is working remotely to a certain degree, but they're moving to Manhattan, into Manhattan and into Brooklyn because of lifestyle. They want to be near action, energy. They want to be with people. They want to celebrate on a regular basis. So um, we are seeing unprecedented rentals. I mean, nothing lasts on the market more than three days before it goes into a, into a signed lease. So people are signing leases before they even, even go see the property itself. That. Okay. So, yeah. And what do you do? You see a particular? You said like young people, and you see young people and families, um, and people that really just want to be there for the life in the city. And uh, of course, you're going to read horrible things about. I mean, I read stuff in the city every day. This, that, and the other thing. And of course, listen. With the pandemic, of course, things all over were less safe because when they had to let out jails and, you know, and, 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 and institutions, I mean, it was tough. But that's pretty much, hopefully, uh, we have the pandemic somewhat, I mean, I, I don't want to say under control, but where it's not killing people so much. And things are starting to get back to normal. So 
the city's great. Now, I also know that we were talking, Paul, about people. If you bought a house in the last couple of years, you have equity. Never usually would you buy a house in the year the next year you'd have equity. But prices went up so much that people who bought houses two years ago have equity. So we're talking about all the people that have equity in their homes. What are they doing with it? Well, you could choose to do nothing, and you might be wise to do nothing. I mean, it's something you should talk to your accountants about. And maybe you're at a state in your life where you want your mortgage paid off and you don't want to have any of the bills. Okay. Or you might say, look, I have X amount of equity. You know, I'm working. My wife is working or, I, you know, I'm making a good income. And I'm, my house is going to go up or down either way, no matter how much equity. Maybe I want to pull some out and buy a second home or maybe an investment property because I know from everything I read, rentals are going to continue to be big going forward for the next five or six years. And, Paul, is it my imagination, no matter what you hear and I'm hearing, that second homes, because people do work from home a lot now, you know, they have some kind of combination, they have more time to spend in a second home? Uh, absolutely, Dottie. Sure, there, there, there had there certainly obviously with the pandemic, there everyone moved out here from the city uh, over the past two years and did buy, and that was obviously a, an incredible. In my 45 years of real estate, I've I've never seen a buying spree uh, in or a market that was as hot as it was during that time, and who could have predicted it? So just as you said, those people have bought and they're sitting and some have moved out here. But generally speaking, the migration is now going back towards the city. They're here for uh, part, of, uh, part of the week and part of the week in the city. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what we're seeing. And, Albert, don't you see? I mean, I might as well see half of New York in the Hamptons. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, I do the and same the thing. Right? I mean, you might as well be in New York. But the thing that is really great about it, now I have to tell you, I was a pioneer. I bought my house in the Hamptons when I didn't live in the city. I lived on Long Island, actually lived in Syosset. And I bought a second home in, I think I was 37, and I said, I've always dreamed of having a home in the Hamptons, so I'm going to buy one. And people said, well, why would you buy a home in the Hamptons? You're on Long Island already, and you certainly have beaches but I have to tell you, and if you know the Long Island Expressway, when you get to Exit 70, you get off and you're <laughs> on your way to the Hamptons, I just felt like a different place. I felt like I was in a different world. And um, and the beauty of it was I didn't have to, like, a regular trip, plan, get tickets, you know, make a whole thing, worry about the kids off from school. You could just go whenever you felt like. And I really think that's becoming bigger and bigger and bigger. And especially that people really have more time to spend in second homes. So what do you think about second homes? you think they're on the rise? Uh, definitely. I think that, you know, obviously this self-imposed slowdown with the Fed raising interest rates has put a, a damper on it for the moment. But um, it's just a temporary slowdown. There's... We still have the residual money coming in from uh, that people have had or made over the years that they're still buying. But I think in the next couple of months, you'll see it slow down a little bit and then all of a sudden begin to take off after the first of the year. 
Now, and Dottie, that that's why you take advantage of of the, exactly. the slowdown during the fall. <laughs> well, you know, right? people that, are kind of people kind of follow the the crowd. So when everyone's buying, everyone is buying. But a good time to buy is when everyone. Well, and I still think people are going to buy because I I don't I don't think we have a slope. I think we're just heading into a no, normal market. What we had in twenty one. And 22 was abnormal, as Paul said, abnormal. Yes. And then I would also see people in Miami, and I would see people going to Palm Beach. But again, after a while, Alfred, as you said, it was great. You're out of the cold. Hey, gee, it's, it's 20 degrees in New York. Would you want to be eating outside in a restaurant? No. I'd rather be in Miami or Palm Beach, you know, outside with 80-degree weather. However... After a while, people said, hey, you know what? This is great, but I miss New York because there is no place like New York. So what you're seeing, again, is people who have more flexibility because of their jobs and people can work out of their homes so they can be more transient. Um, if they can afford, they're, they're buying more than one home. Now, somebody said to me, well, Donnie, don't talk about just rich people. And I am not talking about rich people. And I want to tell you, I bought my first home when I was probably flat broke. And again, it was easier to get a mortgage then, I will say. Um, but I believed in real estate, and I then took my first home. And what I did is I sold it, um, and I sold it to partners, and I kept one-fourth of it. And I continued to grow that way. I, you know, I think that there's a lot of ways to do things. You don't have to have 20% down. You can always talk to Ace. And I see this trend of second homes growing tremendously. What do you think, Paul? What do you think? There's, there's no doubt about it, Dottie. I mean, we've had a tremendous influx of uh, people, both permanent and transient. I mean, as I said, as we indicated, people are beginning to migrate back towards the city. And I had a question for Alfred when he was talking about rentals. What is the profile of the people who are coming in and renting those houses? Are they coming in for schools? Are they coming in for work? They, uh, what is it, Alfred? The, um, the, the younger part uh, of the people that are coming in are coming in so that they could be amongst their friends. That's really what it comes down to. It, Manhattan and Brooklyn makes for an easy place to meet up with your friends and your community of, of loved ones. That's really what it is. Okay. People want to hang out together. They want to celebrate. Um, they want to celebrate together. You know, that pandemic created such a pent-up demand for people to be amongst people. And that's the reason why they're, they're moving into Manhattan. Um, also, just to be closer to work for the occasion when they go into the office. So, not so much about going to work, though, as, a most, as it is about taking advantage of the lifestyle in New York City. Well, Alfred, you know, I grew up on Long Island. Paul, you grew up on Long Island. Alfred, I'm not sure where you grew up. Where did you grow Queen. up? Queens. Queens and Sag Harbor. And Sag Harbor. Okay. So I know that in, in, in Long Island, growing up as a kid, uh, like there were, you know, you know, you had to get carpooled, or parents had to drive you everywhere, or the local taxis made a fortune, because there was no way to get around. I mean, you know, if you were a teenager and you weren't of driving age, uh, the, the mass transportation was pretty bad. 
So in Manhattan, you don't have that. You know, and even on Long Island and the Hamptons, you're not going to walk to Fast Park, okay? And you're not going to be able to. So people drive necessarily. The, the beauty of the city is you really don't have to have a car, okay? Um, and, and the city is a vertical city. It's not spread out. It's vertical. So it's really not that big. And you could just kind of get that anywhere, you know. I don't want to say relatively quickly because, Alfred, is it my imagination or does the traffic seem worse than before the pandemic? I think the tra- the traffic is worse because people got used to being alone in their car, in their car with someone else, as opposed to being on a, a public transportation. People got concerned. But that that's that's uh, diminished greatly. The, the subways are filled with people traveling. No, I know, but the traffic, because I remember, I, I said this last week, I remember going to the city during 21. I went back to my apartment, and I thought I was in the twilight zone. There was no cars. There wasn't a car in the streets. I mean, I was like, I could just look down Fifth Avenue, and there wasn't a car, and I was like, oh, my God. And then all of a sudden, now I'm like, oh, my God, there's so much goddamn traffic. But that's part of it, okay? That's part of it. And, you know, the people... A lot of people, and so the buyers, and one of the reasons that we I opened up in the city, because I was in the Hamptons first, was that everybody I met from the Hamptons, half of them were from New York City. So um, it's so nice to be able to drive to a destination that you don't have to really think about, and you could, like, if you, like, get off early or you have some extra time, you could just drive out and you don't have to think about it. Um, so... That's what people are doing, and I think they're doing that all over the country with areas where they can drive to. And I think that second houses are just going to, my opinion, are going to continue to grow. But again, there's nothing like New York City. So who's buying in the Hamptons? Do you see, like Alfred was talking, and we don't really have, we're starting to see foreigners start to come back, but they haven't come back in full force. And if you go back, Alfred, do you remember, every customer would say, Oh, Alfred, oh, Dottie, bring me a customer that's from another country so they can bring a suitcase of all cash. <laughs> well, the, okay. the, the, um, the foreign buyer is now starting to climb up. When we're normally around 25% of condominium buyers are, are international buyers. We had dropped down to 12%, 10% during the pandemic. Now we're, we're around 20%. So it's starting to climb back up. And once that continues to rise, that just adds more competition into the buying pool. And on another note, I want to tell you just something quickly about traffic. Thursday afternoon is the new Friday. Oh. <laughs> and and Monday's the new Sunday. <laughs> yeah, Monday's a new well, Sunday, exactly. Yes. Yeah. Well, people used to, people used to drive out of Manhattan Friday evening to go to their weekend destinations and return Sunday night. So you hit traffic Friday night and Sunday night. Now you have to leave Manhattan by one o'clock on Thursday. Otherwise, it, it, it's in, insane traffic leaving Manhattan on on uh, Thursday afternoon. Um, I had a good time to go. When is a good t- Thursdays? Forget about. It. Okay, and then I said, okay, before three, well, that doesn't work either. Okay, no, no. before one or before twelve, 
you have to leave on Thursday. So, it, you know, people are coming into the city just for a few days of the week, middle of the week, and then they're gone. They're spending, you know, four-day weekends now um, at their second residence. And that's a, a reason why a lot of people are buying second residences, such as in the Hamptons, uh, because they're only in the city or in their office a couple of days a week now. So that's why been, not live? You know. That's been a big transition, right? That's been a big shift in uh, in the cultural mores of second homes. That's uh, you're absolutely right, Alfred. Now, Paul, right can you head. clarify something for me? When everyone thinks of the Hamptons, here's what they think: twenty-five million, thirty million mansions, and I like to tell people that that is not what the Hamptons is all about. Of course, there are mansions, just like there are in the city where there are 25 million. But what if, if somebody is looking to just get away from the city or away, you know, just get a second home, what are some of the price ranges that are affordable? Because everyone really, nobody ever pays, you know, nobody pays attention to that. And you can really get some nice houses for not a lot of money. Can you give us some thoughts on that? It's just basically, due to the pandemic, the the what we call the modest houses have jumped up probably 25%, 30%. So mm-hmm. in those places that we would consider to be uh, uh, at the lower level, it's it's the entry level now is somewhere at least about seven fifty to a million one something in that neighborhood, that's where they are. And you know, Noyak is a is a place which you know close to Sag Harbor. Um, North Sea is another place in Southampton. Um, Springs obviously, but Springs has caught fire. Uh, a lot of a lot of places it used to be Amagansett, but Amagansett now you can't touch anything anymore. It's just it's it's become the place to be. Um, that in Sag Harbor. So, you know, there's, there's, uh, I would say probably Noyak is probably still the, the best place to go to find something at an entry level. Yeah, and it's really you know, nice. I'm, I rented a house there when my house was being uh, renovated, and I, I had a little cottage, and uh, it was on the water, and it was like the cutest little place. Yes, that's right. So I remember all- the house that you had. is That's a great place up there, you yeah? know? Yeah, and now what about the million dollars? You know, what's going on with the high end? High end is still uh, fairly busy, not as busy, but fairly busy. Um, I would say, basically between the 15 on up, um, there are houses that are selling rather briskly. Probably, you see three or four trades a week in that in that category. So pretty much the the market in the city and 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 Long Island and I speak for Long Island because Long Island is the same, you know. I mean, they're they're the it same is, in the sense. It's so strong. It, the the market strong. is still it's all strong. strong. Everybody and keeps no waiting for the other reading, shoe to drop. Keeps going. Yeah, and well, I'm reading and reading and reading, and of course they're saying recession and this and that. Now, could we have a recession? Yes. I guess we could. I mean, no one knows for sure. Uh, however, what I read is that if we do have one, it'll be mild. Uh, but those are all things that scare people. Oh, and I had somebody write, should I? I'll answer this after the break. This question is for you and Alfred. 
Should I be buy a home if there's a recession coming up? We have a break. I'll leave that cliffhanger. We'll be right back. Right after the news, I have a couple of questions I'd like to ask that our, that our listeners have just emailed us in. Hi, Kevin McCullough. Friends, imagine you're relaxing on the sky deck of a beautiful yacht as it cruises through the New York Harbor. The iconic skyline creates a picturesque backdrop as you sit back with your feet up, taking in the sun and the scenic views, finding refuge from traffic that plagues the tri-state area on board a tranquil cruise. Does this sound like an impossible dream? All of this can be your reality on board the Atlantis with New York Cruises. Fully insured and Coast Guard certified, this three-deck yacht is family-owned and operated with over 40 years of boat building and marine experience. Captain Fred and the Atlantis will make any event a great time. Comfort, luxury, attention to detail, it's what the Atlantis and New York Cruises are all about. Experience the sophistication of cruising around Manhattan in style on your wedding day, birthday, anniversary, corporate event, or for no occasion at all. Just call 212-633-1231 or visit NewYorkCruises.com. It's no secret, America. We've been let down. Inflation is taking its toll in the grocery stores, the products we buy, and the pain of every visit to the gas pump. At Upside, we're fighting back with our free app that pays you back serious money on every tank of gas or diesel, up to 25 cents per gallon, just for using the Upside app, no strings attached. Upside users have already been paid back a total of more than $250 million. With inflation and the soaring price of gas, it's easy to feel like you're losing control. But with Upside's free app, you can start putting money back in your wallet with every gallon. Whenever you want, cash out with PayPal, an e-gift card, or transfer the money directly into your bank account. Download the free Upside app and get cash back on every gallon of gas. Use promo code SALEM for an additional 25 cents per gallon bonus on your first fill-up. That's promo code S-A-L-E-M. Remember, use promo code SALEM when you download the free Upside app and get an extra 25 cents per gallon on your first tank of gas. Cash back is not available in gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Summertime! Now that I've got your attention, let me tell you all about us. Whoa, tough crowd. Anybody out there? Hello? Fighting to be heard in today's competitive digital world? Anyone? Too often, digital campaigns fail because it's being handled by someone inexperienced. It's time for Salem Surround because our specialists break through all the clutter and put your message and your business front and center. Our team is the best of the best with years of experience and superior ideas and innovations. Salem Surround is obsessed with your success. No cookie cutter treatments here. Everything is tailored to you, your company, and your message. With Salem Surround, you get it all. From up-to-the-minute analytic reports and insight to managing every aspect of your digital and marketing needs. So let's turn up the volume on your business. Get started with Salem Surround today. For more information, go to surroundnewyork.com. That's surroundnewyork.com. Continuing with Eye on Real Estate, your premier source for real estate information. Here's the host of Eye on Real Estate, the vice chair of Douglas Elliman, Dottie Herman. We're back and we're talking with uh, Alfred Renner and Paul Brennan, both of them pros and been in the real estate business since they were kids. I mean, they grew up in it and uh, know everything about it. And we're looking at where we see the market now. Where do you both see it headed going forward? 
Now, Alfred, you were talking about Manhattan in that area, and Paul, you're talking about, you know, oh, and the North Fork, which also has gone up completely. Um, where, where are you seeing it going? And people are asking, what do you see down the road, 2022, 2023? Well, that's hard to predict, but what do you see next year, at least? I I see I see the demand going up next year, and I see prices going up even more next year. Um, and and I, including here in the Hamptons, and I just wanted to add, you were talking about. Um, oh, well, you have a house points. in the Hamptons, so you you also have a house in the Hamptons, so you do know, yes. Right. What I what I wanted to add was that I had just recently referred um, two very dear friends to uh, Terry Thompson of Douglas Elliman. And she put both of them into contracts, one for about $1.4 million and the other for $1 million in Southampton, one in Southampton and Hampton Bays, and the other was, um, as Paul said, in the Noyak area, in a neighborhood where the houses have turned over and they're turning into multi-million dollar homes. I so um, there are still opportunities, as Paul has pointed out. They're definitely, definitely so. And... Um, you know, as you're saying, Di, I think I think there's there's still room for people to come out and buy, and I think the market will continue to grow. Um, I think it'll level off a little bit until after the uh, first of the year, but then I think the prices will begin to shoot up again. Now, let me ask you a question. During the pandemic, if I'm not mistaken, you couldn't throw anybody out. Like, if, you know, first of all, everybody got money regardless if you were, if you lost your job and we were in lockdown, so everybody did. Um, and then you, there was no way the banks could throw you out if you didn't pay. Okay? So Correct. if you didn't pay your mortgage payments, and I'm sure, of course, that there were many people that probably could pay but maybe didn't, you know, just put it off. But the banks weren't looking, and they couldn't. They couldn't throw anybody out for non-payment. Now that's all over. Now, we all know that as much as you want to think the banks want the homes back, they don't. Because what are they going to do with them? So they are going to try to work a deal with you. If you can't afford your payments, Ace will tell you this. Call the bank. Tell them you want to keep your house. See if they'll work something out. And more than... I would say most cases they will because they don't want your house back. However, do you see people putting their houses on the market that really, really didn't pay for years? There's, I'm there's, not talking about the $25 homes now. I'm talking about lower, you know, mid to lower. The same there's thing with you, Alfred. What do you see there? Yeah, we don't see a whole lot of it, but there's, I would say there's more, uh, as time goes on, there's more of that coming on than not. As, as the banks catch up uh, with uh, their delinquencies, um, you'll see more and more come on the market. Plus, I think there are people who have bought things that now want to uh, uh, cash out and, and move on, so you're going to see a little bit of that coming on the market, too. Right. What do you see in the city? I mean, they can't throw anybody out still, I think, in the city. I mean, it's a whole – I mean, I think I did on one of my shows. It's a whole rigmarole. If you can't afford your apartment, the landlord's got to give you a form, and then you send the form in, and if you qualify, then they'll pay the landlord. Um, do you see Do you see that, you know, with all the, the – a lot of the subsidies that they gave people during the pandemic, um, but I say, Alfred, 
and, and well, if you want to throw somebody out, I mean, if you want to legally evict somebody, I, I would think that you could stand online for a couple of years. With you. Yeah. It, it's, uh, I, mean, I mean, in New York, it's, it's a long, it's not like California where they can get you out in, in, in two weeks because New York's a lean state. It takes years to get somebody out of a property. Yeah, the, the, the laws protect a tenant. And um, you have to be, as a landlord, if you feel justified in, in evicting a tenant, you have to go through the courts. It's a long, long, tedious process. I mean, prior to the pandemic, one would have to estimate about six months. But, um, you know, there were certain new laws put into effect that protected tenants even more, especially if they had lost their job or loss of income due to the pandemic. And um, I, I don't think that those laws have eased up just yet. So, uh, you know, the landlords are still dealing with some of those issues. But in terms of someone who maybe bought a property and is losing it to the bank, I, I have not heard of any situation in the last six months of anyone, of any, any of our brokers selling because of that reason. It hasn't come up. So if it has happened. No, I haven't sure heard of it either, happened. but my, yeah. my guess is it might in the future. And I just want to give a word of advice and please give your opinion on this. Um, for somebody who really can't afford to pay their home anymore, and maybe the government subsidized it or because the government paid them, they paid all the rents. I mean, you couldn't lose your house. Instead of waiting for a foreclosure notice, um, if you tell the bank, okay, if you go to the bank and you tell them, listen, you know, I can't afford the house anymore. I'm looking to sell it, and here's my listing. If you list it with a broker and you show them that you have a legitimate listing, then, you know, you can probably work with a buyer where, you know, you have a little bit more control where you can say to the buyer, look, I have to get approval from a bank to, to take your offer, but you have a lot more flexibility and you don't have a foreclosure on your record. Well, what do you think about those kind of things where you, you know, because I think that you're going to see a lot of those short sales. Um, you, you know, you make a very good point, Dottie, is to go to the bank and work with them before foreclosure comes in. Foreclosure affects your credit rating. But right. if you if you if you think you're falling behind on your payments, you, you feel like you're going to work with the bank. Because then they will help you to sell the property and satisfy the loan without without destroying your credit. But once they have right. to foreclose on you, then that's a whole different uh, game to work with. Right, and then you destroy your credit, and then, then they, they can evict you at whenever they evict you. So if you yeah. call your bank, and I really suggest everyone do it, because, again, the banks don't want the houses. What are they going to do with them? So if you say to them, look, and you go sign a legitimate listing with a broker, preferably Douglas Elliman, uh, then you would be able, the bank will work with you. And when you get a buyer, then obviously you can try to negotiate with the buyer. Obviously the bank has to put their final okay on it and don't think the bank is going to just give it away because they're, they're not. But, you know, you might get a decent deal. But you just want you to know that if that's your if you're in that situation i would suggest that's what you do call your bank 
and they use. I mean, I, I I can't think of any banks that won't. But you know, there's always somebody. Maybe, but usually they will work with you because the last thing they do is what are they going to do with your house? That's true. Yeah, that's, they don't want the inventory. So so now you see prices going. Okay, both of you. And again, you know, when you when you talk countrywide, we're talking about all different parts of the country, and a lot of times the news doesn't distinguish which part of the country they're talking about, or they're just giving you a general overview. Um, so when it comes to the areas that are you know, northeast areas where we're talking about or where a lot of our listeners are from, uh, you see a more stable market. Do you see pri- I mean, I just see prices not going down, just stabilizing and not going up the way they went up. Uh, but I still see a strong market. Now, obviously, I don't, I can't, for, I can't make, I don't know about a, a recession. I don't know that I think we see a really bad recession, but one never knows. What are your forecasts? Um, well, I'll, I'll speak on about New York City. Brooklyn continues to be the strongest market ever. There's no discounts in Brooklyn. If, you, if you're uh-huh. looking to buy a, a residence in Brooklyn, be prepared to pay more than the asking price. So that that is it stands extremely strong. Yeah, there's no negotiating in Brooklyn um, at all. There's a little more negotiating in Manhattan, but will prices continue to go up? You know what? If something comes on the market, a great property in Brooklyn on in Manhattan uh, in the fall, I bet it's going to come on higher than a, than uh, something that recently sold. They're going to try it, and that would be my advice to the seller: would be let's go for the higher price. It's it's a very strong market. Um, Manhattan, you know, downtown remains extremely strong. Some of the areas that you might see some flexibility on the east side, um, a little bit on the west side. But the one area in Manhattan that that is is slow, the slowest of the comeback has really been Midtown, and that's because Midtown is to form. What did you say about Midtown? I lost you there. I, I said the. the uh, you cut out. Hello. Yes. No. You cut out. You said Midtown was uh, the the kind of the, it, the slowest to Midtown come back. has the most flexibility. Most flexibility. So that's good to know. I think we're coming up to a commercial break. We'll be right back. Um, Alfred. Thank you. Do you have any more time, or do you have to go? I've got to run. Okay. So, Alfred, thank you you so much. Paul, I'll be back with you right after the break. Imagine buying a pair of sneakers and getting a soothing, gentle foot massage like you'd get during a relaxing pedicure just by walking. You might think this sounds too good to be true, but we think it sounds like Skechers' new Massage Fit Sneakers. 
Because Skechers, the comfort technology company, has designed a unique innovation that makes it feel like you're pampering your feet with a gentle massage in every step. The secret is Skechers' new patented wave technology on the sole that gently massages your feet while you're walking around. It feels amazing and is so gentle you can wear them all day just like your other favorite Skechers sneakers. And not only will you be getting the massage, you'll also be getting Skechers' other famous comfort features, like a special luxury insole that offers extra support for 24-7 comfort. Plus, they come in a variety of fashionable styles, including lace-up and slip-ons, and they're machine washable for easy care. Get a bonus massage in every step with Skechers' new massage fit. Find them for men and women at a Skechers store, Skechers.com, or wherever stylish footwear is sold. Keep your body moving with powerful nutrients to support your joints and overall mobility. Invite Health is here to save the day and your body with the best-selling Cartilage HX. Cartilage HX helps to maintain the health of your cartilage and promotes flexibility and mobility. This powerful formulation provides a patented form of type 2 collagen called UC2 that has been shown in clinical studies to promote joint comfort and strong, healthy bones. Just listen to what some Invite Health customers in the tri-state area are saying about Cartilage HX. I had a problem with my left knee and had to take baby steps going up the stairs. I'm almost normal now. Miracle! When I climb the stairs, my knees no longer hurt. Stay active with the help of Cartilage HX. Buy one bottle, get the other free, plus free shipping today. Call 800-673-2345 now to order. Again, that's 800-673-2345. Join on-air TV and radio legal analyst attorney Arthur Idala for the Arthur Idala Power Hour. Every weekday evening at 6. The show is a mix of timely news and current events from a legal angle, compelling talk with high-profile guests and everyday people calling in, and discussions on state and local politics, health and wellness, entertainment, and more. The Arthur Idala Power Hour with attorney Arthur Idala, making the case for the city he loves. Weekday evenings at 6 on AM 970, The Answer. Here at the Almond Joy Factory, where tropical vibes abound, we use soft, fresh-tasting coconut. The crunchiest almonds and delicious chocolate candy. Ah, but do you know what our most important ingredient is? Sometimes you feel like a nut. Sometimes you don't. Almond Joy's got nuts and something even way better than that. Yes, Almond Joy is made with almonds and joy. Continuing. Eye on Real Estate, your premier source for real estate information. Here's the host of Eye on Real Estate, the vice chair of Douglas Elliman, Dottie Herman. I'm on with Paul Brennan, who was the Hamptons, and um, we're talking about the Hamptons. And Paul, while you were uh, while we were on a break, I just happened to kind of look at this article that says. Um, Hamptons real estate is back to normal, market trends and cycles, but pricing still remains historically high, with the median sold price for June increasing 3.5 month over month and 28% year over year. Yes. Well, I, the, the reason for that, though, Dottie, that there's what you're seeing now is uh, sales taking place that were already in the pipeline. I have three or four um, deals in the works that you know were done back in June that are beginning to uh, close now. So those prices um, have stayed 
virtually the same. They would, you know, there wasn't a retrade on those at all. So those things are closing. So it looks like the the prices are are uh, kept at a high level, and it, it could very well be. The but what uh, what I think is going to happen is that you'll see it begin to slow down just a little bit because, as you said, this is all psychological. You know, the pandemic came out. It is. Uh, you know, it was everybody had to have everything yesterday. Now everybody's exhausted, and they're trying to get back on their feet into a normal pattern. And that, you know, that it, it's and with the interest rates be going up, and everybody saying that it's, uh, you know, the market's going to collapse, et cetera, et cetera. None of that is true, but it gives people pause, and they're going to take a little bit of time to adjust into the normal um, market range. Yeah. Now, something else I wanted to talk to you about was I look. I absolutely love the Hamptons. I think it's one of the most beautiful places in the world. I think it's just unbelievable. And I know everyone says it's changed, but when I moved here, they said it changed. And then obviously, since you were here when it was all farms, it's changed. But yeah. it's still the beaches are probably the best beaches. That, I mean, actually, some of them are in the top five of the country. And you know, it has great. Well, great restaurants, and the you know, the only thing, thing I miss is there's not a lot. You know, they, they, you know, I said to somebody the other day, "Gosh, when I was a kid, I would go to the Hamptons, and there was a million clubs and places to go, and now there, there doesn't seem like anywhere there is, um, other than dinner. But people have more house parties and things of that nature. But I still think that it's going to be on the rise, and I don't think it's going to stop." And I think the North Fork has also, which was kind of quieter, uh, you know, a little less hectic, uh, good for boating, but that's also gone up quite a bit since uh, last year. Had a tremendous, see, tremendous growth. Yeah, I don't see it, it changing. I mean, what, you know, you are there every day, so what do you see? Well, the, the, you know, the age-old problem out here is traffic, you know, that uh, we get a lot – it did in July, mid July through August, things get pretty clogged up, so it's difficult to get around. But you know, on but as you said, you know, all you have to do is get down to that beach, and everybody everybody calms down, take a notch, and, and begins to enjoy it. But the so getting, I would say probably the the single most difficulty in in the Hamptons is getting from. Southampton to East Hampton in a reasonable amount of time because uh, everything is clogged. But, you know, if you know the back roads and you can scoot around through the, uh, um, you know, those back roads, you, you get you can get to a place within a reasonable amount of time. Yes, the Paul, they have a book in the bookstore that tells you how to the back roads for the Hamptons. So right. if you don't know about that secret, maybe I should have told you, but... There is a book you can buy that tells you the back roads. But you know what I find? Look, you've been living here a lot longer than me, but I've been living here a long time also. And when I first bought my home in the Hamptons, it, I, I, I didn't think two things. I, I, it was no big deal to go from South Hampton and go to Nick and Tony's or someplace in East Hampton. Right. Uh, no big deal. I mean, I did it all the time. I mean, and plus my first office I opened was East Hampton, and I was no problem going back and forth. What I see now that's changed 
is people don't do that as much. In other words, people generally... They stay closer stay, to home. Like if, yeah. yeah, like if they're in East Hampton, they'll try to use the restaurants in East Hampton and in South Hampton. You know, they don't, they don't do it quite as much because of the traffic. Right. But yep. it's still not as bad as it was when I first moved here because of they, they did increase the lanes a little bit. Yes. Yeah, they, I mean, you know, again, it's it's an inconvenience that uh, one lives with. But if you have to go somewhere, you you figure it out. It's not that it's not that difficult. I don't think it stops any. I mean, I I I don't know of anyone that it's it, it stops. I mean, I I don't I don't see that. Are now, as far as your picks, if somebody wants to start to look in the Hamptons. And, you know, they know of the Hamptons, but they don't really know prices. They don't know where they want to be. What, 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 what is your rule of thumb? What do you, how do you suggest someone start their search? And I think, as you said, because people think the summer is the busiest time. Actually, it's not because most places are rented in the summer. Uh, what, what, what is the process? You know, how would you start? Get a good broker and... Depending upon your price, your price range, I would, you know, if you're sort of in the, into to the million to two and a half, three million, I would start what sort of in the you? Quag, uh, East Quag, um, Hampton Bays, um, uh, North Sea um, area. Uh, those those three, I think, are probably the best spots if you're looking in that in that price range. You can get many houses. You know, Hampton Bays has really come into its own as well. You, for the past, especially during the pandemic. I was and, telling um, everyone to buy there, and I didn't. I said, let me buy a second house there, and I never did. And that yeah. was way up. Now it's way up. Yeah. So, um, you know, the, the Red Creek area, I don't know if that's, that's a, the north side of Hampton Bays on the bay. That's also... Pretty reasonable these days. That's that's going to explode one of these days. It's it's. Uh, I would say that's probably one of the best best kept secrets um, uh, that'll that'll come into its own very quickly. Where is that again now? Red Creek, Red Creek area in Hampton Bays. It's north of the highway. It's on the it's on the on the on the uh, bay bay side. On the bay side. Yeah. yeah, and Hampton Bays is full-time. Would you say more people are living here full-time than before? In Hampton Bays, I would say yes. No, not Hampton Bays, in the Hamptons in general. And I know that's kind of a vague question. Well, Nobody... I think it's I think it's as we as we indicated before. I think, yes, I would say if you were talking a year ago, there were plenty of people here full-time. I think that has now um, has uh, morphed into long weekends, Thursdays to Mondays. As Alfred said, does Monday is the new Sunday, you know? So I, I and, and and then they they scoot into the city for Tuesday, Wednesday, um, part of Thursday, whatever they have to do their business, and then they're back out again. So um, from what I can understand from the people that I know that I do a lot of business with, they spend, they like to spend their time out here more and more rather than be in the city. So their life is here. The business in the city, so they they hit and run in the city, and then come out here to live. Well, yeah, well, you know when when I first moved out here, which I don't know, maybe it was twenty twenty five years ago, and I, well, it was my second home. 
But then I used to see husbands would have like a pied a terre in the city, and they would have these, and then they would build, you know, great houses for their families, and then they would come out on the weekends. Yes. Um, I don't think that the women went for that after a while. Oh, too, too dangerous. So now I think you see that combination. And it's really a nice switch because whether you're from the city, and I'm even seeing Long Island people, which, you know, I was one of the first, I think, Long Island person that bought on Long Island a second home. But as much as I love Long Island, and, you know, there's Jones Beach and there's great beaches there also, it's just a whole different feel. And I think, um, and as you know, Paul, because you are, uh, one of the people that helped me build it. Without you, I don't know that I could have done it. Um, as you know... Well, thank you, Don. No, but it's the truth. It's 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 totally the truth. I mean, uh, I don't think I could have done it without you. We built a, you know, we built against all odds a, a, <laughs> a great company. Against all odds, I say. I think there's a lot of perseverance and willpower and wanting to not, never quitting. Uh I, I just think that um, people really, like, are going to, because of the job, because of the pandemic and because of now people can kind of work somewhat in the office, that places that are like an hour and a half away, two hours from where you're, uh, will be, like, you know, people will buy. Like, whether it, it could be Westchester, parts of Westchester. I think yes. people like the idea of getting out of the city a couple of days a week, but yet a lot of them don't want to give it completely up. I agree with you. Well, I think the pandemic taught us that, you know, it's just, uh, you know, you can get things done without having being in the office. And uh, uh, God knows we've so we sold a lot of houses during the pandemic. And most of the time we weren't in the offices to do it. So we all did it by Zoom or um, driving to places. So it uh, it was. It's been quite a cultural shift. Okay, Paul. Listen, I love having you on again. I hope you'll come on again. And remember, because we're clo- our show is closing, you owe me a dinner. I so do. Call me. We're gonna have dinner soon. I love Thank you. Thank you for having me on, Daddy. Okay, I appreciate so it very much. You're the best. Love you, and I'll speak to you real soon. And to everybody, we'll see you, we'll hear you, or we'll be here next week. Enjoy this wonderful weekend weather. Eye on Real Estate with Dottie Herman is sponsored by Citizens Bank N.A. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.